Hey, what's up? And welcome to today's Build Your Tribe episode. And in today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down which kind of Instagram posts are best for different kinds of engagement. And specifically, what I'm going to be going through today is the different styles of posts. On Instagram, there's a handful of different categories of posts. There are carousel posts, which are those like slideshow style posts where you can kind of swipe through multiple images. Of course, there's also reels, there is stories, there is just normal pictures that you post to your feed. And then there are long form and short form videos that you can post to your feed as well. Long form videos used to be known as IGTV, but now they're just lumped into the general category of video. But just so you're aware of where we're headed, I'm going to be talking more about different styles of posts. And I think that will make more sense as we go along. But it's important to know these things because at different times, we might want different kinds of engagement for our business. Of course, shares are awesome because shares allow your posts and thus your account to reach more people. Shares allow you to reach a broader audience for free. It's like free marketing. It's free word of mouth. That's exactly what a share is. And so generally speaking, I would say that a share is the best kind of engagement. But of course, there are different kinds of engagement that you might want from time to time. Maybe you've noticed that your posts are getting very few likes recently and you want to post something that gets more likes. Or maybe your posts have been getting a lot of likes and they've been getting a lot of saves, but you're not getting very many comments. Like people aren't really interacting and engaging. And because you don't have very many comments, you feel like you don't really have a community. Like you don't really have a pulse of what's going on with your followers. Or maybe you're not getting any shares. You heard me a second ago say that shares are the most important and maybe the best form of engagement. And you're like, shoot, my posts never get shared. So in this episode right now, we're going to talk about which kinds or which styles of posts are most likely to get the different kinds of engagement. So if likes are what you are after, if you want more likes on your post, from what we found, the best kinds of content is, first of all, single images, just a single picture, not even a reel, just a single image posted to the feed. And yes, I said images because from what we found images, like actual photographs are more likely to get liked than a text post or a single image graphic, you know, like something that you created on Canva and it was just one single image shared to the feed. Pictures are the things that get the most likes on Instagram. And that makes sense because a like is very easy. A like is not super engaged. It's not telling us very much. A like is just saying, that's cool. I like it. Okay, I'm going to keep scrolling. Like it's the least amount of engagement that someone could do with your post while still engaging. Like if you post like a beautiful sunset or a great picture from your anniversary date night or a funny picture of your dog, you know, people are going to like it, whether it's related to your niche or not, whether it's valuable or not. If it's just pretty, they will like it. And that's kind of the other part of what gets a lot of likes is pretty things. So things that are well-designed, nice photos, beautiful sunsets, like you in front of the private jet, you on the fancy vacation, these things that are not super valuable, they're more vanity focused, those things often get a lot of likes. And so not to go too much on a side tangent here, that's why you shouldn't necessarily compare the amount of likes you're getting to the amount of likes someone else is getting nor should you put yourself down or the content that you're creating down because it's not getting a lot of likes. At the end of the day, likes are often an indication of how pretty something is, how much of a vanity purpose this post has, and not how valuable this post is. Your post might be so valuable that someone was so caught up reading it 
and then saving it that they forgot to like it. Likes are most likely to be obtained for single images and pretty things. So that was likes. Now let's talk about comments. The most likely kind of post to get a lot of comments are opinion posts, controversy, things that are related to like current trending events, things that are memes. Those get a lot of comments, things that are relatable. Basically, things that either split people down the middle and get them to share their opinion and offer, you know, what they have to say or things that are super timely and relevant. And the more timely and relevant you can be, the better. A recent example that might be fresh in everyone's mind is the recent Oscars moment where Will Smith stormed up on stage and slapped Chris Rock. If you were one of the first Instagram accounts to post a meme at that time relating to that incident, it was likely to get way more comments than if you posted it a week later or a few days later or even a few hours later. So the more on trend you can be controversial, opinionated, that can get people going. But also keep in mind that you might not always want to spark that controversy. That might not be the position that your business wants to be in. And there are some businesses, some accounts that are perfect for that kind of post, but other people might want to stay away from controversy in general. Just something to keep in mind. Of course, you know your business, you know your account, and you know your values. I wouldn't recommend posting about a controversial topic just for the sake of comments, but you should know that, you know, if you feel inclined to talk about a controversial topic, it is usually going to be something that is going to get a lot of comments. Now let's talk about shares. Earlier, I said that in my opinion, shares are the best form of engagement on Instagram. And that's because shares directly lead to more viewers. If someone shares your post, at least one other person will now see your post and discover your account. The things that get the most shares are most likely things that are breaking some sort of news, insights, things that are, again, very trendy and relevant because people want to help spread the news. They want to help share the news. That's a direct reason that shares happen. And then other things that get a lot of shares are quotes, memes, and relatable humor. Basically, the reason those things get shared is because people find it funny or they feel like they can see themselves in the content. They're like, oh, this is me. This is just said in a funnier way or this totally encapsulates my experience. I just haven't been able to articulate it in as funny and succinct, as punchy as a way as this reel did. So relatable humor, memes, and also quotes, quotes that are inspirational, quotes that very much relate to your ideal follower or group. Those are the things that are most likely going to get shared. Now let's talk about saves. Saves are usually for things that are packed full of value, education, and knowledge. Because the thought for the consumer, the thought for the person who is saving your post is, oh, this is so juicy, this is so good, this is so valuable, I'm going to save it. So saves are a great indication of value provided, but sometimes if you provide too much value, people will save it rather than sharing it or rather than doing anything else. They'll say, wow, this is so much education packed into one post. This is so much knowledge. I can't even share this. I'm just going to have to save it and I'm going to have to come back later and take notes on this. So saves are important. Saves are a great metric to determine value, but saves aren't necessarily the best form of engagement if your goal is growth. Like I said, saves are all about education and value. So the kinds of posts that typically provide the most value in education are carousel posts, which is again, the slideshow style posts, 
posts that have lots of tips, infographics, which are like the things you might create on Canva where there's a lot of text on one screen, things that are just, you know, offering some sort of education, a hack, a how-to or a tutorial, technique videos. If we're thinking about, you know, like physical things or cooking or or like I think of, you know, fitness niches or, or anything like that that's really physical and technical, things where you're helping people with technique and adjustments, those are most likely to get saved. Hey, what's up? I wanted to interrupt this episode really quickly to tell you about the Insta Club Hub. The Insta Club Hub is my mom and I's Instagram coaching membership. It's the only place where you can get our most in-depth knowledge and training on all things Instagram. And I hear you. Instagram can be confusing. There's so much that changes all the time and there's so much you could learn. I mean, there's so much that changes like every single week with Instagram. And so that's why our goal in the Insta Club Hub is to make things as simple as possible so that you can know exactly what you need to do on a daily basis to not only grow your Instagram, but start converting your followers into customers. Start actually making money from your Instagram account. That's our goal. That's what we want to teach you to do. We want to make it as simple as possible. In the Insta Club Hub, you get dozens of quick bite-sized lessons where you literally get to look over my shoulder and watch me click the different buttons on my phone so you can follow right along with me. We also have two live trainings every single month. It's the only place where you get guaranteed two live trainings from my mom and myself every single month. If you ever have to miss one of those lives, there's always a recording of them available. There's also a powerful Q&A section where if you ever have any Instagram technical difficulties or challenges, we have experts to help you get them fixed. I can't rave enough about the results that people are getting from the Insta Club Hub. We're talking about thousands of new followers in a super short amount of time. And like I said earlier, most importantly, converting those followers into customers. So I can't stress it enough. I highly encourage you to join Insta Club Hub today. The link is in the show notes below this episode. And of course, you can just visit Insta Club hub.com to join. Anyways, back to the episode. All right, now let's move on to views. Views are most likely to come from short reels and short videos because those videos have to be watched multiple times. And each one of those additional views or additional plays, I should say, counts as a view. So short videos, short reels, reels in general are just more likely to get views than anything else on Instagram. Things that are existing trends, when you recreate an existing trend, it's more likely to get views because the algorithm is like, hey, a bunch of other people like this trend, so maybe they'll like this video from this girl who also added to this trend. So basically, if you create a trending video, or rather if you hop on a trend, Instagram is more likely to show you to other people who have previously liked that trend. And then looping videos. So looping videos are a little bit technical and something that we cover more in depth in the Insta Club Hub. We show you kind of how to create them. It's something that would be very, very difficult to explain over just audio. But if you can create a loop in your videos or a loop in your reels so that the ending seamlessly transitions back to the start so that people are watching it a second time without even realizing it. If you can successfully do that in your videos or in your reels, that can be really effective for increasing views. Now, of course, maybe the most important engagement, maybe even more important than shares, is new followers coming in. Because yeah, we want more shares, but we want more shares in order to increase visibility, thus in order to increase follows. So in order to increase follows, the best kind of content for that 
are reels because they are reaching more people. And thus, if they're reaching more people, especially people who aren't following you already, that means they are more likely to generate follows. Educational posts are also likely to drive up follows because educational posts oftentimes end up on the explore page. So things like carousels and infographics that get a lot of saves, those are very likely to end up on the explore page, which acts very similarly to like when a reel gets on the explore page or when a reel starts to get shown to people who aren't following you. Basically, ending up on the explore page is something that allows more people to find you. And in order to get on the explore page, that's usually done through educational posts that get a lot of saves and shares. And then another kind of post that gets a lot of follows is giveaways. Now, we've done BYTs in the past about giveaways, and there's something that I wouldn't do explicitly for followers, and I also wouldn't make that one of your entry fees. I see a lot of people saying, you know, in order to enter this giveaway, follow me and then these three accounts and then share this post. And the problem with that is that then people are following you only because they want to win the giveaway not because they just genuinely want to follow you. So then once the giveaway is over, all of those people are a lot more likely to unfollow you. So I wouldn't recommend making that a caveat to join the giveaway, but giveaways are a great way to incentivize shares or incentivize tagging people in your posts. And then that just means that more people will naturally find you and then they can organically decide on their own if they want to follow you. So I wouldn't use giveaways as a direct way to increase followers, but you can use them as an indirect way to increase followers and they are very effective. I should add another great way to increase both views and follows is collaboration posts. When you are collaborating with another person, it significantly increases your reach. Basically, your reach will now be added into whatever your collaborator's reach is. So if my posts usually reach 15 people and I collaborate with a friend whose posts usually reach 20 people, well, now our combined reach is going to be 35. So you can significantly increase your reach through doing collab posts. And that is another great way to increase views and followers because you're basically just exposing your content and your page to more people. Now, you may have noticed that throughout this episode, we've been mainly talking about feed posts. And in case I wasn't clear, I want to make sure that is explicitly clear. Everything I've discussed so far has been feed posts. But of course, a lot of those things that I've talked about so far, they do apply to stories as well. So if you want more people to like your stories, which by the way, is a new thing people can do, they can like stories. Well, then you're going to want to post, you know, a pretty sunset or a a pretty picture or, or an image on your stories that people are going to like. If you want more people to share your story, uh, well, then posting some sort of news clip or, or some sort of breaking information or insights or quotes or relatable humor, those things on your stories are more likely to get shared. But in general, story engagement is going to be lower than feed post engagement, and it's also less important than feed post engagement because your stories are only going to be viewed by people who already follow you. It's very, very low, the percentage of people who are watching your stories who don't follow you. 99% of people who view your stories are already following you. And that then, of course, means that stories aren't really a way to grow your following. They're more of a way to connect and engage with your existing followers. So that's what stories are for. Stories are for building relationships, connecting with your existing followers, networking, building trust, building back and forth, allowing your existing followers to really feel like they can know, like, and trust you. 
And then I guess the other kind of content that I haven't really discussed today besides the feed and besides the stories are live videos. Live videos are really great for engagement in general. They're great for comments. People comment multiple times on live videos. If someone is watching your live video for a few minutes, they are likely to leave more comments than if they were to watch your stories for that same amount of time, or if they were to be watching your reels for that same amount of time. I mean, think about it. How often do you leave multiple comments on one person's reel? Like maybe there's, you know, that one really funny video that your friend posted that you commented on a few times, but usually when you see a really funny reel or you see a great content, you comment once most, maybe twice. But when people watch live videos, they comment multiple times. So live videos are great for comments. Live videos can be great for shares if the person who is running the live is asking for the shares. And live videos can be great for follows because live videos can be shared and pushed to non-followers as well. And people can really quickly in that live video be like, oh, okay, I feel like I know this person. They're offering some value. They feel genuine. They feel real. And they can follow you right there on the live. So live videos can be great for comments, for shares, and for follows. But there is one last final important tip that I want to share with you. And I briefly mentioned a minute ago, and you might have picked up on it. And I said, live videos can be great for shares if the person who is hosting or running the live encourages it. And that is a fact that is true for every kind of engagement that I just listed. The ultimate way to increase your engagement and get more of any of these things, you want more likes, you want more comments, you want more saves, shares, views, followers, whatever it is, the ultimate way to get more is to ask for it. That's the ultimate tip. Ask for it. If you want more engagement, ask for it. Emails, and I know we're talking emails versus Instagram, but there's a lot of similarities. In emails where there is a call to action, the likelihood of that action being taken increases by 371%. And we've seen very similar numbers on Instagram. When there is a call to action in your post, engagement significantly increases. And a call to action in its simplest form or definition, it's just asking people to do something, calling on people to act in a certain way, telling them, hey, I want you to do this. Hey, like this post if you found it valuable. Hey, share this reel if you learned something new. Hey, save this carousel if you thought it was funny. Hey, hit follow if you want more content relating to this, whatever I just posted. Giving a explicit and clear call to action is the best way to get engagement. So to sum up everything we have learned in this episode, first of all, create content that is likely to get the kind of engagement you want. So if you want more comments, what should you do? Pop quiz. What should you do if you want more comments on your feed posts? You should post feed posts that, first of all, are about opinions, they're about relevant trending information, or they are about controversy. That's step one. And then step two, ask for it. Give an explicit call to action that says, comment on this post if you agree. Let me know in the comments if you agree or disagree. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comments. Give an explicit call to action. And now I'm going to practice what I've been preaching for the last 18 minutes, and that's I'm going to give you a call to action. Your call to action right now is to subscribe to Build Your Tribe and to leave us a review. I actually have been home in Southern California for the last few weeks. And I was talking to my mom the other day and she's like, dude, did you know that Build Your Tribe is like kind of blowing up right now? 
I'm like, really? Like, I, you know, I focus so much on creating the content. I don't always check the rankings. And she's like, yeah, like we've been ranking top five, top three in the marketing category consistently. And I'm like, that's so awesome. Do you know why? Like, is, is there a glitch? Like, what did celebrity share us or something? Like, what's going on? And she said, no, a lot of people have been leaving reviews and it's been really helping us. And so I just wanted to tell you, first of all, if you've already reviewed us, thank you so much for that. It sincerely helps grow this podcast. And second, if you haven't left a review, I really want to encourage you to do so. No matter what app or platform you're on, if you're on Apple Podcast or Spotify or Stitcher or whatever podcast listening platform you use, there will be a way to write a review for this podcast, for this show. I mean, it would really mean a lot to my mom and I if you did that. You know, you can rate us at however many stars you want, hopefully five stars. I mean, then tell us about, you know, what your favorite episode was or something that you've learned or what you like about Build Your Tribe. Or if you listen every single week and you just despise us, you hate the mom-son duo, you can leave us a one-star review and let us know that as well. But hopefully not. Hopefully, if you've been listening this long, you don't despise us. Hopefully, you do learn a little bit. And it would really mean a lot to me if you did leave us a review. So thank you so much for listening today. And again, remember, start with what kind of engagement is this post likely to get and then ask for it. And as always, happy networking. Hey, it's Kristen, Shaleen's podcast manager. We love to share stories that inspire other entrepreneurs. So here's a quick clip from one of our Marketing Impact Academy success stories. So before Marketing Impact Academy, I was the struggling social media person. I would put my head down and I would work every day hoping that someone would find me. Marketing Impact Academy taught me how to brand myself. And once I started speaking authentically from who I was and what I was experiencing, I was able to create a community of like-minded people. Since last year, I have developed four digital online courses that are now the primary income earner for our family. Everything that I've learned from Marketing Impact Academy has really helped me create a full-fledged business where we're making multiple six-figure incomes in just a 12-month period. Revenue for us as a family last year was $250,000 to $300,000. Marketing Impact gave me exactly what I needed. I needed steps and I needed systems in place. And I wouldn't have had that confidence or that skill set had I not been at Marketing Impact. The thought of investing in a program like Marketing Impact when you're not successful in your business yet can be a little difficult to wrap your head around. But sitting here today, after utilizing all of the skills that I have learned through Marketing Impact, it was worth every penny and has paid us back tenfold. If you're that person that's looking at someone else and wondering why that can't be you, then you should invest in Marketing Impact Academy. Because I used to be that person, and now I'm that person that people are looking at going, wow, I wish that was me. If you would love to learn more about Marketing Impact Academy, be sure to go to marketingimpactacademy.com and get your name on the list. Registration will be opened soon, and we only open once a year. So be sure you visit marketingimpactacademy.com and get your name on the list so you are first to be notified of all the amazing things we have planned for this year's registration. And remember, the link can always be found below in the show notes.